And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Mike, you, you have to hit rock bottom before you decide you've investigated enough. Like, you, you must understand the entire fucking scenario. Like, for me, I just went medical, drugs. <laughs> Next. I've moved on already. I know what happened. My safe word is keep going. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Is It A Bicycle? Season 14, Episode 5. The original and best as ever TV and movie podcast. My name is Stephen Wrigley and I'll be your host for this evening. Beside me have a man who likes to stalk random people's vacation pictures and tag himself as one of the people in the background. It's Mike McDonough. McDonough. Thanks, Steve. And in the red corner, it's our cuddly killer. A man whose new diet involves cutting out carb, sugar, and during withdrawals, possibly someone's heart. It's Mark, superhero <laughs> Leonard. This week we'll be talking about uh, several movies and lots of TV. In summary, they're all surprises. So you're going to have to wait and see what they're... Mm. How's it going, guys? I, I was just thinking maybe we should wrap it up now so Mark can get out for his uh, Valentine's meal. <laughs> so what the listeners might Good not show, be guys. aware is that it's Valentine's Day as we were recording. And uh, as Mike so cleverly dropped into the conversation, I've got things to shave before my girlfriend gets home. <laughs> oh, God. Don't make a balls of it. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. Yeah, so tell me, guys, how did you celebrate Valentine's Day? Uh... Not now the ordinary, really. Sorry to report. Yeah, I got escorted out of the canteen by security. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Things got a bit out of hand at the salad bar. You know? it's like, Mike, come on. Come on, Mike. Come on, come on. Come, on. come down out of that. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody needs to see that. Mike, come on with us. No one wants to see that kind of thing. Oh, that's more of it. <laughs> You'll never take me alive, you peeler bastards. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you, you love a bit of romance, actually. A bit of romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. great, yeah. Do you know, actually, what really drove home the whole rom- romance of the day for me? Tell us. Um, everybody at work got a um, a box of chocolates. Oh, yeah? Yeah, from, they del- they, from the company. They yeah. delivered the round to all, all the desks. It wasn't from you, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just thought you'd, you know, try everyone and just see, see, what, see what sticks. Yeah, yeah. Statistics are in my yeah, favor. Know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a numbers game. <laughs> so they, they came down, they gave out everybody's sweets, except me. What? Because <laughs> I'm not like a full time employee. Oh, <laughs> I I was the saddest person oh, in the room. The saddest boy in school. All the little faces lighting up. <laughs> oh, I got free chocolates. <laughs> Did you cry? And poor old Mike. Yeah, there was a little tear. I must admit. Well, look, I, I I'm nearly with you because uh, I I was working from home this morning. At a quarter past nine, there's ding dong. I went, oh, who's that? And I opened it. There's a massive bunch of flowers. Right. I went, for me? <laughs> and he says, Mr. Flynn. And I went, no. <laughs> and I said, ah. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, is this? And I said, no, it's down the street. Ah, <laughs> uh, God damn it. I hate that. Good looking rich guy with a fabulous wife and <laughs> perfect children. <laughs> yeah, anyway. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, any other crack this week? I'm no. trying to think if we did anything exciting. I don't, I don't think I did, really. Um, I'm back eating keto again, so your um, oh, yeah. your description at the start was very apt. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Bang on the money, huh? Yeah. How's that going for you? So, do you know what I did mm. as a, like, <laughs> do you know when you're, when you're dieting and you're exercising and you're doing everything right, you kind of want the world to fucking play along because you're here making all this effort. 
Right. And it feels at times like the world just doesn't give a shit. So for Christmas this year, Afdana, I got a turbo trainer, which turns your bike into, bike bike. into an exercise bike, yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It sits under the back wheel so that when you pedal, you don't go anywhere. <laughs> okay. And, uh, yeah. So on off days from the gym, and this has only happened three times so far since Christmas, but I'm hoping it'll happen happen more i go out and i sit up on the bike put on star trek discovery on my phone and i start cycling now i had decided that this last night i was going to go out and i was going to do 20 minutes mm-hmm. and i was going to do it all cardio so i wanted to try and keep my heart rate of over 140 ish i'm saying ish so no one knows at fucking age i am because screw you guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, i wanted to keep it around 140 a bit higher if i could for 20 minutes and i was fucking aggressive about this goal like i am about a lot of goals that i have <laughs> And what kept happening is, I don't know, was it sweat or what, but my Fitbit, whose only fucking job is to tell my heart rate, kept losing my heart rate. <laughs> and it's so annoying because I have a chest strap that connects to a different watch that now has no battery in it. Because when I got my Fitbit, I went, well, I won't be needing you, old timer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, see what I did there, pun intended? Yes, yes. And... uh now I just wish that I fucking had put it back on because that doesn't have any fan. And Jerry, if you have a Fitbit, you know the way you have to shake your hand to get it to show you the time? Gotcha. Imagine trying to do that while you're pedaling like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I spent a good could be swimming. 50% of, of the workout yeah. annoyed because I was fairly sure my heart rate was high, right. but I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I got off and it gives me this fucking readout in my, my, my watch of what, what the workout was. And I went, you're fucking guessing. You haven't a clue what my average heart rate was. You weren't even listening half the time. Do you not know I need validation? <laughs> <laughs> How long are we yeah, together? So Since Christmas. I, you should know by now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah speaking of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen all the finale, I'm afraid. Is that the finale? All right, okay. It is. All right, okay, at last. Because I thought the last two episodes were the finale. <laughs> I was yeah. pretty surprised to see another one then this mm. week. It's great. I'm only about 15 minutes in, and... Uh, can already see a whole mess of jumping off points for a new season. I think the writers are incredibly clever. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot it's of really, really good. Yeah. Did you get any further with it, Mike? No, no. I still uh, got that one in my pocket. Um, <clears throat> I've been going down a rabbit hole with fucking Madeline McCann videos on YouTube. <laughs> I must Tell have watched us, Mike. Tell hours. us, exercise the demons. Oh, I can't. I can't because they have an awful habit of suing people that say anything. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's terrible when you when you get taken over by a conspiracy. You know, All right, it yeah. just eats up hours after hours. Yeah, because um, I I had actually deliberately stayed away from that one um, when it first came out because I it was just too popular. I, you know, jumping on the bandwagon. Didn't know. want to be a hipster about it, is that it? No, no, no. So I figured once I'd finished off my Nazi so Arctic bases thing. Uh, right, so <laughs> on, the, on the backside of the moon. Yeah. yeah. So I figured, what, 10, 10 years, it's, it's about time to <laughs> catch up with that. Yeah. yeah. But I Jesus, that's that so much stuff. Titanic, actually, as well. Yeah. yeah. Catch me up, though. Mike, they, they killed her, right? Uh, uh, possibly. Who knows? I couldn't possibly comment. But <laughs> yeah, let's just say, let's just say that the the official story is very very hard to believe. Uh, yeah, but like do you know the way when your kid's a bit sick mm-hmm. and it's been a tough day looking after yeah. him or her. Yeah, 
And you're counting down the minutes to when you can give them Calpol because you know that once you give them that, you're going to get, you know, you have to suffer through until it kicks in. Mm-hmm. But once it kicks in, you're going to get a bit of peace. Yeah. Right? And you can and imagine finally that, go out to dinner with your buddies. <laughs> yeah, but imagine if you had access to more than Calpol. Oh, yeah. Well, what about if you were, I don't know, in the medical profession and you had access to all kinds of drugs? And you thought, oh. well, sure. And you're in Portugal, she might. it's all legal. Yeah. Mm. And you're in Portugal and you're going, well, yeah, sure, she might wake up if she wasn't drugged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in Mark's mm. opinion. <laughs> Cor- correct me where I'm wrong, Mike. I'm trying to paraphrase for you because this is what I feel like you're saying. Guys, don't make me edit this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our, our legal fund is, yeah, yeah. is running dry. Yeah. All alleged. I don't know, Steve, are... I don't know who all of our who all of our um, listeners are. I don't know them all personally. There's too many of them. How would you? Yeah. Well, exactly. But I do know the two of them aren't the McCanns. <laughs> so don't worry. It's all good. Yeah. Um, killed her. <laughs> <laughs> but what particularly uh, sent me to, like right over the edge was the link to the uh, Podestas and the whole Pizzagate thing. What's that? Oh, you know, I, my... I don't know, but summarize. Ah, there's so many conspiracies and they're all linked. It's, it's, it's one world government, man. You know, you know, we need like <laughs> we need a movie. That's yeah. what we need. Yeah, we do. Um, so basically, or a podcast or a series of podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember last year, but at the election, whatever, um, there was a WikiLeaks release of the emails of one of Hillary's uh, campaign managers, right? And it was turned into a big big deal because it was supposedly russians um yeah. interfering with the democratic uh process oh, of course it was the russians yeah yeah and that <laughs> was uh, a convenient form of outrage to uh distract attention from some really really disturbing emails <laughs> that were released <laughs> which uh involved uh, pedophilia Oh, is this the... Oh, that Pizzagate. That Pizzagate. Oh, yeah, right. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the pool parties. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah, of stuff yeah. like what, that. What, what Pizzagate, Mike? What's a pool, what's a pool party? Uh, pizza... Allegedly. Is, cheese pizza is a uh, euphemism for child porn. So what uh, kind of pizza would you like tonight? Yeah. Like this evening, <laughs> Mr. President? Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's, that's all its own thing. But the police in Portugal, released a photo fit of suspects for the Madeleine McCann case. Okay. And these photo fits are ringers for John and Tony Podesta. No way. I mean, you couldn't make it up. No way. <laughs> you serious? Yeah. And, it and just, who are they? They are the people whose emails were leaked and who were allegedly involved in child pornographic activities. Wow, that's a stretch. Yeah, so like when I saw this, I was just, oh, just conspiracy the shit out of me. Yes, no. yes. <laughs> the world can't be that small, can it? Oh. Why would they go? Portugal. Why? Apparently they were in Portugal on the dates in question. No way. Yeah, and your man's leaked emails were uh, wiped from the day that Madeline disappeared. No way. Yeah, yeah. And Is that true, though? No, anyway. Ask okay, Wiggly well, Leaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were friends and had stayed with one Clement Freud. Okay. Who was also accused of pedophilia mm-hmm. and sex abu- child sex abuse. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a British politician who had a villa 
less than a mile away from where Maddie no Madeline McCann way. went missing. Right. So you you can imagine how much time I waste yeah. <laughs> all my life just digging into all of this shit. It's just peeling away layers of the onion. It's great. Oh jeez. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> Don't know what's true or not. Yeah. But yeah. Pity about the subject matter, yeah. but yeah, that that is wow. Yeah. Who's for pizza? See, the problem the problem with you <laughs> Mike is you, you have to hit rock bottom before you decide you've investigated enough. Like you, you must understand the entire fucking scenario. Like for me I just went medical drugs. <coughs> Yeah. <laughs> Next, <laughs> I've moved on already. I know what happened. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Steve, rescue us! Rescue us! Just some kind of segue. <laughs> uh, I know. Okay, what what, what you see was on the list? There's no segue. Was there a medical program <laughs> or a drugs program? <laughs> No, Mark no. says. No medical program mm. this week. Right. Okay. Um, oh, I watched got one episode of The Good Doctor. Oh, did you? Okay, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, right, yeah, okay. You can't just throw it to me when I'm, right. you know I'm not listening. <laughs> I got a segue. Remember last week we talked about an autistic medical drama? Yeah, The Good Doctor, yeah. This week I watched a drama about an autistic accountant. No way. Yeah, with your man Batman. No way. Yeah, it's quite an old movie. Which Batman? Oh, you finally saw The Account. It's yeah, a great show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah. Strange. We reviewed it on this very podcast. Yeah. I, I can't remember if I liked it or not. The Forensic Accountant. Yeah. Yeah. He's really, really good at forensics. Uh, what's his face? Not McConnell. The other dude. Goodwill Hunting's uh, less famous friend. Yeah. Ben Affleck. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. Baffleck. Yeah. yeah. Baffleck. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was... Not as entertaining as I remembered. No. Uh, yeah. And it's a great show. Still okay. I thought it was pretty good, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's got what's his face from Walking Dead? He shows up everywhere. Yeah, I wouldn't know. That'd be uh, a, somebody uh, point towards Mark. <laughs> Mark, who, who, who did they kill off in season one? All the zombies, first start. Yeah. <laughs> in season one? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, the cop's best buddy. I don't know what you're talking about. It's probably been five years since he saw it. That's the thing. Ah, forget about it. Oh, Move right, on. Okay, yeah, Move yep, on. Yep, yep. AJ's probably screaming the name right now. Yeah, you stupid <laughs> bastards. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this week, we saw Corporate. We did. Yeah. So this is a, a week comedy. It was only 20 minutes long or so. Mm-hmm. Um, it stars Lance Riddick as the boss of mm. Hampton DeVille, mm-hmm. which is like the... Ultimate in corporations. Mm-hmm. It's like if you mixed Fiat, Hyundai, Samsung, and General Google Electric. and Amazon, General <laughs> Electric, and Bell yeah. all together. <laughs> that's that's what it's like. They do everything, everything. Um, and so it's about uh, Jake and Matt. Um, they're junior executives in training at, at, at this corporation, and uh, they're pretty sick of it, and they're kind of miserable. Um, but it's more about their interaction with uh, other members of the company, in particular, is it? It's John and Kate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep. they're they're two um, executives who sort of bounce off each other and are very mm-hmm. very uh, specifically nerdy kind of. Yeah. Like they, yeah they're brilliant. They're brilliant. They're, they're, yeah. uh, anyway, but it, it's it's a, a purely focused on the drab, dull life in mm-hmm. some uh, grey 
type corporations where you're mm-hmm. a number. Yeah. Well, having spent a great deal of my adult life being a corporate <laughs> whore yeah, yeah. <laughs> and occupying those yeah. little blue cubicles, yeah. I could relate to an awful lot of this. Yeah. But I'm just wondering, would it fly for somebody who hadn't lived no, in the uh, No, it, I would see this as a very funny Dilbert. Yeah. 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 But is Dilbert funny to people who haven't lived the or cube? Or office space. Uh, well, Dilbert isn't necessarily funny. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, more it's more a, tragic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's more <laughs> observational than yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, no, it, it, this is hilarious. It's got some really good quips in it. Um, really good one-liners. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they use visual effects <coughs> brilliantly. Yeah. You know, like when someone starts telling, you know, they ask him a, a, a story like, uh, why are you here, you know, if you can't do blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Well, my life started as blah, 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 and the background mm-hmm. fades to black as he describes yeah. his life. And then it, it sort of cuts back, and the people who ask the question are, like, fiddling on their phones. Yeah. You, know, just, they, you know, that kind of thing. It's, it's very funny. Um, I, I like Lance uh, Riddick. He's the, the boss, uh, Mr. DeVille. Yeah, I... I think he could be my new favorite character of all time. Oh, really? <laughs> I just yeah. fucking love yeah. that guy. <laughs> and I actually looked up his bio. He's been in everything. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. He was a West Wing, yeah. Law and Order, SVU, yeah. Fucking American Horror Story. Yeah. The, uh, the, the Wire. Yeah. yeah. And he's, but he's never been kind of the main man. No. No, that's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But now he's got his time to shine, and yeah. Jesus, is he taking yeah, yeah. his chance? Yeah, he's class. Yeah. Um, he's just a force of nature on screen. <laughs> yeah. But he, even uh, like I love their, um, you know, just stabs at different parts of the indus- industries. You know, like oh, oh yeah, the one of their main products is, is called the Oblex, and it's it's uh, they market it as six times bigger than the iPad. Yeah, yeah, but it's this massive, massive tablet. It's huge. It's like four foot tall, and you yeah, know, it looks like a Roman wide, shield or two, something. Two feet wide. It's huge. <laughs> but it's is this show a, very like The Office, Steve? Uh, it, oh, it's, it's it takes a different tack on it. I think. Yeah, yeah. The only yeah. thing that's similar is that it's in a work environment, really. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. well, it's not at all. Uh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That's so right. much. The, the Office is very much uh, focused. In and around kind of the grunts and, yeah. and their immediate superiors. Whereas this has gone right up to the top. Yeah. Um, yeah. see so of all different dynamics of power and abuse of power and all that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, they're, they're told to fire some guy and they're like, uh, go up to HR and go, where, where does such and such sit? We're told to fire him. And just go, oh, congratulations. You've been allowed to fire someone, you know, <laughs> <laughs> is this your first time? Yeah. You know, and that guy ends up on the roof saying, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. And the guy in the loud headers like, look, we all want to kill ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this kind of thing is that it's very funny. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, um, um, yeah. Uh, as you say, some of the visuals are brilliant. Aren't they? Um, scene transitions so slick you know it's it's just really really well put together it is yeah yeah um, it's so well written like there's so many like there's so many jokes but not necessarily obvious uh one-liner or punchline but you know they lead right, into something yeah. later you know that kind of way it's um, it's very smart and the yeah there's a lot of stuff stored up for later payoff yeah yeah you know exactly, they don't yes. take the easy yeah. option yeah um and you know, I am a great fan of taking these yeah, out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do appreciate a little bit of waiting. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's it's you know, it's got it's just oozing with character. Yeah, you know, it's not just the two main guys and everybody else's little cardboard cutout. Yeah. Um, I can see this growing and growing 
Um, you know, something like Cheers, where even the minor characters have their whole yeah, thing, stick you going know. On. Yeah, yeah. Um, and indeed, you had Frasier as a as yeah. a, a spin-off series, yeah, you know, because yeah. they had built him up enough yeah. uh, as this minor character yeah. to do that. Um, I really, really hope that they don't drop the ball mm. and, and get themselves canned at the end of the, uh, yeah, at the yeah. end of the show. Yeah. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. I'm, I'm it's definitely a thriller for me. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be going back and watching the rest of the season. I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's it's a good long time since I've belly laughed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I I can't help but give this a solid thriller. Nice one. Yeah. Nice one. Best show. God, you're you're a dream. Yeah. I hate when you guys agree. It scares me. <laughs> It won't last long, I think. Yeah, yeah. We've got a few more. Tell us about uh, Absentia, Mark. So Absentia is about a detective who was hot on the trail of a serial killer when she disappeared. She's found, I guess, six years later and hasn't any real memory of what's happened in the past six years. As the pilot progresses, we start to realize that she might have been more involved with everything that happened than she would care to remember, maybe. Yeah. So, um, have you seen it? Has anyone else seen it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll flip it over to Mike, then he can tell us what he thought. Well, my first reaction was, oh, it's Dana Katich from uh, Castle. Sure is. Yeah, Yeah. she was playing Emily, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, then we have an attractive lady trapped in a box full of water. Yeah. And I thought, oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Some of my favorite things, ladies and water. (laughs) This just keeps giving and giving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But then characters started to speak, and that's where it all started to go downhill. Yeah. I thought it was fantastically boring. Um, it, it's almost a masterclass in how not to generate tension in a, in a show that's supposedly about dramatic things. Kind of with you on that at a few Foldy Army moments. Oh, did yeah, you? Yeah, did yeah, you? Yeah. Um, it's got some awful, truly awful writing. Um, like, Some of the reactions of the characters to certain situations are just so unbelievable, it's not believable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I was staring at the screen dumbfounded on occasion at just how fucking stupid the show was. Mm. <laughs> um, and I don't want to go into spoilers. Yeah. But, um, but sometimes the show is so bad that it doesn't matter if you spoil it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I'll, 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 uh, let Steve have his talk before we get into well, it. Well, it's funny that you say that because, you know, uh, at the start of it, you, you, you go, oh, she's dead. And then you go, oh, no, she's too good looking. <laughs> and then <laughs> there's no way they're going to waste that character. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, that, that, that's unfortunately mm-hmm. almost a rule of thumb. Yeah. You know, so. Um, no, a, uh, uh, you know, straight away from the tone, the color palette. Mm-hmm. Of the whole thing and the way it's shot, you know that they're going for the Nordic noir style mm-hmm. of uh, detective mm. series, and it's yeah. f- uh, you know 
had it not had the whole family dynamic issue, mm-hmm. it would be quite a generic serial killery type yeah. affair. Yeah. And not a particularly intriguing one. Well, it was intriguing, well, well, but it was so badly a, handled, it there, just didn't make any sense. There's a hook. Yeah. Right, and that hook was good. But up till then, I was sort of going, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is like, is Meryl Streep in this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meryl Streep would love to be in this. <laughs> but there's, well, actually, that, you know, you say there's bad writing, but there's actually some very good writing in there. But unfortunately, it's, it's, it's not what I was led to believe this was and not what I was hoping for. Hence the foldy R&B bits. Mm. Um, but those scenes. Were you they, feeling cheated, Steve? Yeah, it's just, just betrayed more than cheese. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it tries to come across as quite a serious mm-hmm. thing, uh, but uh, you know, I, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling uh, that the detectives are real. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling the captain is like every other police captain. He, you know. Did you not think he was? Uh, He's a bit too, more. He's a bit too good humoured. No, I was going to say he's a, he's a bit too uh, cut from a corporate cloth, nearly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah suit yeah. isn't raggedy enough, yeah. but, the, <laughs> but the others make up for it. Um, and I just, yeah, I, I, the hook isn't enough for me to, to go and mm-hmm. watch another one. Yeah. Um, but herself, mm-hmm. what's her name? So Stana Katic. Stana Katic. Yeah, yeah, she uh, was uh, probably the outstanding. Uh, Did you think? Yeah. I thought she was very weak Did in you? a lot of places. Really? Yeah, particularly when she was doing her brooding silences. Well, that's well, that, that particular area of it that I was talking about. Yeah. I thought she was very good. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I have the to other say, bits I are just not. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she was in remarkably good shape, considering her living conditions for the previous six years. Yeah, yeah. I did wonder about that. <laughs> it's funny because yeah. Mark, especially this going, I wonder what Mark thinks about her nutrition in this. I mean, there's no uh, sign of, uh, you know, <laughs> atrophy or anything going on here. I know. Yeah, did, yeah. did she have a turbo trainer? I doubt it. Yeah, she's know? maintained muscle tone amazingly just by being battered yeah. for every day for six years. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. Some I've kind, kind of, of folded my arms as you a little bit at this point. Oh, you do? oh I don't think he. Agrees with us. Lay on, MacDuff. Oh, I think he's on episode four. I, I don't agree with you. Um, I thought that they captured the horror of being imprisoned in a glass box that's being filled with water, mm-hmm. or what Mike calls Saturday nights, really well. <laughs> um, like, I was certainly taken with man that must have been a terrible six years that she's experienced. And, and that everything that they tell us then is makes everything worse like she was mm-hmm. jacked up on hallucinogenic drugs mm-hmm. and like that stuff stays in your system so she's probably going to be having really real flashbacks in no time she was shown a lot of um you know the hallmarks of the ptsd mm-hmm. um you could see the scars on the inside mm-hmm. on the outside if you know what i mean that's what they're, they're going to be feeding us little tidbits that you remembers every week yeah is that it that could go on for yeah, five seasons. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you, you yeah. touched on the family drama. So she gets back and her husband has remarried and her son is calling another girl mom, basically. Yeah. You know, and like, <laughs> you know, when Ross and friends is having a really bad time and he goes, can anything else go wrong in my life? Right. <laughs> I go, try being fucking held prisoner for six years by a serial killer, you know, whingy bastard. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of where she's at. Like, she, like everything has been taken from her. 
by somebody else for no real reason, no fault of her own, you know. And then the hook at the end makes you doubt everything that you've learned in the first episode. So it, it, it interests me uh, quite a bit. I don't know if I'm going to watch more because I found it really, really dark yeah. and tough to get through. Yeah. Because of the darkness, not the alleged bad writing that is what was all you two guys seem to see. Well, <laughs> but, let, uh, let, me, let me take you up on that, Mark. You know, I would presume more than one female who has given birth to a child. I do. Can you imagine any of those females having been kept apart from their child for an extended period of time, the very, very first priority on their mind is, where's my fucking kid? <sighs> That's not how it went down in this. <laughs> no, Mike. And maybe in three or four episodes, as we learn more, you will go, aha, makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how could I have been so stupid? He's <laughs> playing the long game. No, but I had a couple of issues with the way she reacted to the, the first re-meeting mm-hmm. as well. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't think that went the way it should have gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like maybe but then when I thought, question, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but when I thought about it, I, and this is only my opinion, I could be completely wrong. I I thought that, well, no, this has shown us that she is damaged completely beyond repair, mm-hmm. and she's not interfacing with the world the way the rest of us do. Oh, there's all kinds of depths to this show. Yeah. Wow. More onion action. Yeah. I yeah. find your tone disheartening, <laughs> Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am disheartened. Yeah. I, I'm. Now I know how, how Mark feels. It's just I'm not smart enough to understand this show. That's not <laughs> what's happening at all. No. I just took it a different way. That's, that's entirely all that happened. Yeah. Um, so it appears we're a camp divided. Yeah. yeah. Well, the streak never lasts, as Sean would no doubt say if he was here. Uh, it's, it's, it's thriller for me, but I have to make the caveat that I don't know if I'm going to watch more of it. Mm-hmm. because I'm working through The Handmaid's Tale at a ferocious rate and that's a, as much depression as I can handle right. in an evening's viewing yeah yeah, yeah. So one of those and then an episode of the new Geordie Shore is how I balance it out oh god Geordie Shore is like a palate cleanser <laughs> so no amount of darkness and you know dark writing and horrible things happening to people that don't deserve it yeah. can withstand uh Chloe staying in bed after she finds out that Nathan has pissed her the night before. <laughs> uh, Actually, in that genre, I watched, uh, it's just come back to me, I watched Florabama Shore during the week. Oh, did you? Yeah. Had you not seen that before? No, no, I hadn't. Yeah, man, that's oh. trash. <laughs> oh, man. It's such yeah. shit. Like, yeah. But, you know. If you on, went out no script, with yeah. no script, yeah. you could do better than that. Yeah, but if, with say, phone. Say, for example, something terrible happens and you run out of Geordie Shore to watch. You can yeah. just flick over to Florabama Shore and just. Got your back. Yeah. You can just feel yourself getting dumber by the second as you watch oh, it. God. It's brilliant. Yeah. Hey, Mike, have you ever watched Beach Body SOS? I have only watched one. Same as that. Yeah. But isn't it really jarring how they use all the stuff from X on the Beach? Yeah. Yeah. They use all the tropes like the Tablet of Terror and uh, walking around on the beach and stuff, yeah. <laughs> revealing themselves walking up the, you know, out of the water. And yeah. it's like you go, man, this isn't X on the beach. No, you don't what have the doing? payoff of the of the, of the the grief that's being dished out between all the Xs. You know? Oh, really? 
yeah. Because at the end of the day, you don't really give a fuck whether they're going to look good <laughs> on the beach or not. <laughs> what you do want to know is whether they're going to get back with their girlfriend's sister. <laughs> exactly. But you know what I wonder as well? You know, Vicky Pattinson, the former Geordie Shore cast member, an original Geordie Shore cast member. Mm-hmm. Do you wonder, like, do you know when you wake up in the morning and you don't fully remember stuff that's happened for mm-hmm. a while? Yeah. And then as you wake up fully, you remember. Mm-hmm. Do you think, does she ever wind up going out for like a wee? early in the morning when she hasn't woken up fully and she looks in the mirror and goes, oh, who the fuck is that? (laughs) Because she's had so much work done. She's like pretty allegedly. (laughs) Same thing could be said for your one. Is it Sophie, the girl that badly needs to leave Geordie Shore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks nothing like the way she does even in the opening credits Mm. where they show her from season one. You go, that's not her. Yeah, she, she, in fairness, should have been kicked off that show years ago. She's, she was. She was kicked off for racism, and for some reason they brought her back. She was the most unentertaining person since James, and, and still is. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. at least James dislocated his knee. Yeah, he went, he went out fighting. <laughs> that was a bit of crack, like. Yeah, but uh, I suppose to get back to um, absentia, absentia. <laughs> Uh, it's funny, talking about Geordie Shore was much more fun than absentia. Yeah, so filler, yeah. Yeah, yeah filler for filler, me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't all have to agree, lads. It's fine. It's just fine, right? Mark, tell us about Wonder. Oh, Wonder. We had an uh, excellent segue about autism earlier. <laughs> 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 but uh, oh, look, I digress. This kid is not autistic. So Wonder tells the story of a kid who had a kind of a birth defect or something like that that meant that he looks different. He doesn't look like regular kids. Um and he has been homeschooled up until this point. And where the film picks up is he's about to join, is it middle school they call it in America? Yeah, I think so, yeah. He's about to go to middle school with everybody else because his parents reckon it's kind of now or never. Yeah. And uh, this movie tells the story of his struggle with trying to make friends in a place where being different is frowned upon. And uh, you, he carries his differences very visibly on his face. And there is um, strong themes of how I guess it, it impacts his family. It, that, it reminded me a lot of Atypical in that, that manner, actually. Yeah. Um, two Sorry, my, go on. Two in go my Steve. He- no, I, I haven't seen this, but two in my household have seen this. And uh, they remarked that there were no negatives to this, but the positives, it was all positive, and they thought it was a great movie, and it was great for kids and adults alike to uh, realize that small comments can have big effects not just on the person they say it to or long-lasting effects not just on the person they say it to but those around them and it was more about being empathetic mm-hmm. and uh, a good way of teaching uh, them how to see differently let's say mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so it was all positive. I, I didn't get that from it yeah yeah so did. like well, everything you said is true and that's a great message to take from any film so yeah you know, bravo with yeah, that. Fair, it's fair just not what I got from it. I, I enjoyed it. Like, I, what I got from it was after a while, I stopped noticing how different he looked. Mm-hmm. And at the same pace as the, the kids he was trying to make friends with were doing, I was starting to see what kind of a kid he was because it takes a while to just get through that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just have a flashback in my brain of Rocky Four. If I can change 
<laughs> yeah. We all can change. Everybody can change. Yeah. <laughs> did, but, you, um, did you ever see Mask? Yes. Which sure. Yeah. No. It was about 1985. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Uh, well, I do indeed, yeah. It's, I'm not going to say it's the same, but it's not dissimilar mm. in mm. theme, let's say. Yeah. Yeah. Hydro I would like I would like to give an honourable mention to Owen Wilson in this film. He played the dad really, really well. Oh, yeah. So I believe. Yeah. Yeah, he was very, very strong. Yeah. And Julia Roberts um, as well. And she didn't Julia Roberts was very good too. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, like, oh, God, she does the, the mother whose heart has been broken in front of your eyes really well. You can actually see her heartbreak on her face at times. It's brilliant. Um, I'm not saying that in a sadistic way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying that she, she captured the emotion of a lot of the harder scenes very well. Um, Owen Wilson is incredibly likable, and that's most of what he brings to every film he's in. Mm-hmm. Is that you just start empathizing with the guy. You can't help it. Um, but the kid that plays, you know, Wonder, I guess, he's really good too. And his friends, he's got two main friends around him for most of it. They're very, very good kid actors. They're, they're going to go far. And I thought that the way they paced it was good. Because ultimately, really, you're just watching a kid going to school, what happens in him, then he comes home. But they interspersed it with the stories, the, the corollary stories with what's going on with his family, what's happening with his sister, his mom, his dad. And they broke it up nicely so it didn't seem just like a rinse repeat. So I, I think it's quite a good film. Like I, I really enjoyed it. Time flew while I was watching it. And it's it's bittersweet at times. And uh, I definitely shed a few tears watching it too. Surprise, surprise. Hmm. I salute you, Mark. You couldn't pay me enough money to go and watch a movie like that. You just, it's just a <laughs> tearjerker written all I, over, you know. I'm with you, Mike. <laughs> Life is too short. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not that contrived, though, guys. Like, you're no. probably thinking, oh, well, they're going to be trying to make me cry. Yeah. They don't really. What kept happening to me was every so often I would think, oh, imagine if that was, like, my kid. Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, that context creeps over you. It's hard not to look at it through the eyes of a parent, too. Yeah. And, uh and whenever that happens, like through his, you know, his disappointments, his own heartbreak and his triumphs, all that, it's, it's, it's just good. It is a good, a feel good movie. There, there are no losers, much like uh, your family said, Steve. Do you want to mark it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm torn. Because I, I did enjoy it in a flu, but there were no superpowers, aliens or guns. <sighs> Three strikes and you're out. <laughs> well, you know, ordinarily, like, I put it this way, right? I rated two films of seven there two weeks ago. And if I had to watch one of them again, Thor Ragnarok, and I can't think of the other one. Oh, the Winston Churchill one. Yeah. Darkest Hour. I would watch Thor Ragnarok a lot of times before this one. But I would probably watch Wonder before Winston Churchill. Right. No half marks. <laughs> yeah, I know that. I, I know. I, th- I think it's a seven. I think it, I'm, I've convinced myself that it's a seven. I was on the border of seven and six, but I think it's a seven. All right. Okay. Um, so remember last week we were talking about, or was it last week we were talking about uh, Cloverfield? Yes. Yeah. And so we were talking about Netflix buying it straight off mm. Paramount and so on and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So now uh, Netflix have... Uh, Reportedly signed a five-year deal worth around three hundred million, mm-hmm. 
with uh, American TV screenwriter, director, producer Ryan Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the guy, he's coming from 21st Century Fox, and he is sort of, he produced, you know, shows like Glee, American Horror Story, and American Crime Story. Mm-hmm. Big name. Yeah. So he's, it's sort of a, a, a blow to traditional TV, let's say. Oh, yeah. So, uh, fair play Netflix. She's uh, cash rich uh. these days. Did you notice actually during the week after my, uh, fantastic review of Cloverfield and, and my utter denigration of its quality? Yeah. That I've, I've actually taken over the, the, the internet coverage. You'll notice that there's a hashtag Cloverfield2. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm totally claiming that. <laughs> um, let me see. What else, sir? Um, what else should we look at? Would anyone oh, yeah. like to hear about Daddy's Shang Home too? I, I was going to get to that, all right. But yeah, go for it since you've mentioned it. Yeah. God damn it, I gave you a segue where there wasn't one. Yeah. Now I've ruined the rest of the presentation. <clears throat> So Daddy's Home 2 is what happened next at the end of Daddy's Home 1, where um, Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell found themselves both becoming stepdads. In the first film, Mark Wahlberg was the you know, the, gen- the genetic dad, with Will Ferrell being the stepdad. Mark Wahlberg turns up and makes life very difficult for Ferrell. In this one, they're getting along fine now, uh, Mark Wahlberg's character has himself become a stepdad and it's Christmas and their own fathers turn up leading to uh, many, many hijinks and a lot of friction between the alleged now best friends of Mark Wahlberg and Will. So that's kind of the story of it. Hmm. So this has Mel Gibson, Wahlberg, Will Ferrell, John Cena, uh, who else is in it? Oh, your man from uh, the Winston Churchill. Uh, no, 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 the the Crown. He plays Winston Churchill. What's his name? Fifth, third Rock from the Sun. Tall dude. Oh yeah, yeah, egghead. Yeah. Oh, God. John, <laughs> let's go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So John Lithgow and Mel Gibson played the granddads. Mm. And John Lithgow had the unfortunate habit of every time he meets his son Will Ferrell, kissing him full on the lips. Oh God. <laughs> And every time it happened, I said, oh, there's no need. There's no need at all. <laughs> but uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a film that's full of problems, to be honest. There's a couple of laughs in it, but it really isn't anywhere near as funny as the first one. The first one's very good because Mark Wahlberg plays the bad guy really well. Will Ferrell playing the kind of somewhat effeminate, try-too-hard stepdad worked. He's still doing that. But Wahlberg's character is kind of falling between the two stools of I'm growing up now and trying to be responsible for these kids. But I'm still kind of a bad guy in the background. and It doesn't really work. And the person who really doesn't work the most is Mel Gibson. And uh, I don't think it's his fault, but he is written as a complete stereotypical absentee father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Like, uh, I know people, you know, behave the same way in cycles over and over again. But, like, in a two-hour film, he relived cycles from Mark Wahlberg's character's childhood about seven or eight times. There was no need. And he didn't really have anything to do except, right, you're the bad guy. 
And your job is to foment dissent between the two stepdads. So that's what he did. Right. There was no chance to, you know, get to know his character for his character to develop or any of that. It was just he started and finished the same way. Be an asshole. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't, there wasn't an awful lot of character development. There was a lot of pretend character development. Like, oh, we all learn more about each other along our, this journey. But they didn't really. They're actually finishing up in the same place that the film started. There was just heartache in the middle where it wasn't working for a while. Right. And that's not really that interesting. It's like two hours for everybody to stay the same. And uh, where's John Cena in all this? Well, see, John Cena. I thought he is, was um, at the end of the first one. He, he had just arrived, hadn't he? Yeah, he turned up. He's the 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 genetic dad. I don't know what the correct term is. Just dad, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the dad of yeah. Mark Wahlberg's stepkids. Okay. Yeah. So he turns up just to show Mark Wahlberg that he's not the you know he has stuff to worry about too. So he's in this film as well, a little bit briefly. Um, and I actually found it quite hard to understand him. His dialogue isn't great in it. There is a really good final scene that I enjoyed. But um, if you think that Wonder is contrived, man, you should watch this <laughs> and see what contrived looks like. But I still enjoyed it, yeah. that being said. So look, it's... It's like sometimes you put all the right elements in the pot and when you give them a stir, they just curdle. And I think that's what's happened here. Yeah. Okay. All right. So for, for me, it's a, it's a four. A four. Okay. Right. Yeah. Not often Mark goes under that five. No, it's someone with John Cena. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even if it was a picture of John Cena in the background, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like instant six. <laughs> Everything else is a bonus, you know. <laughs> John Cena oiled up and posing. <laughs> <laughs> Not just John Cena's name in the credits. Yeah. <laughs> even if it looks like John Cena, if yeah. squirt. Squint, even. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Freudian slip, huh? <laughs> oh, have your fun, you two. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also looked at Young Offenders. And this picks up from the movie Young Offenders, which we looked at uh, two years ago. It's a prequel. And we, we, we talked about this before Christmas. The film we talked about before Christmas mm. last year. Yeah, so Chris Wally and Alex Murphy. They play Cork schoolboys Jock and Connor, um, who sort of spend their time getting into trouble with the law and school. and Yeah, so it opens with them trying to steal some lead off... Uh, the school roof or something like that. Um, and they have sort of, what, they've created this uh, sort of Robin Hood style persona in the locality by wearing a mask made of uh, the local crazy bully dude's face. So, um, yeah, so Dominic McHale is in here as a Sergeant Doyle. Healy. Healy. PJ Gallagher's in it. Actually, he's a completely different character than he was in the movie, if you noticed. He's now the headmaster. Okay. Um, Shane Casey is the, the lunatic uh, uh, Billy Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hilary Rose is, is it Jock's mother? Connor's mother. Connor's mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it sort of it recycles a bit of, as they have to, if you, if you haven't seen the movie, then the, they sort of recycle a bit of that just to introduce it to characters and I guess that's what the the whole first episode is about. It's set the scene, and there's a bit of a tale and a bit of a messing. Um, uh, some funny stuff, actually. And uh, I guess the after this episode, they're going to branch out into, you know, other aspects, uh, let's say, of their adventures. So the one we saw in the the Young Offenders was around that uh, drugs hall in County Cork, 
yeah. the true story, where they try and go get a seven million euro <laughs> bale of cocaine <laughs> to to get rich. But uh, yeah. Anyway, who who saw this? I did. I I didn't watch all of it, Steve. I caught about ten minutes in the middle, hmm. and in that ten minutes, I heard several lines word for word that we saw in the movie. Yeah. So I hope you're right that they are going to branch out because you can't do that. Like, yeah, yeah. that's just not right. Yeah, I mean, there, there's um, there's some scenes there, or well, it's nearly lifted straight from the movie, and they are like the description of the guys and why they're like each other, why they're friends, and all that kind of stuff. You know, so makes me feel all warm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that being said, I laughed a good few times in that ten minutes. Yeah. Um, I I think it it is still funny. I like listening strangely to the Cork accent on TV. Yeah. And I, I, I just think it's, I think it is good. One of the things that I really liked about the film, though, and it, it doesn't have to be like the film to be good. It can be good for different reasons. But I liked about the film because we got really deep into the character of both guys and what their friendship meant to them, and their their home life and what they were struggling with, and we understood them. You know, you, you you're going to miss out on a lot of that in the TV show, and uh, my hope is that that doesn't rob it of, of any depth, and you can still have an entertaining but meaningful TV show, I guess. But we'll see. I'm going to try and watch more of it because I, I do I'd love the movie. Yeah. So. I have to say I really struggled with this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't warm to it. You're um, just in bad form all yeah. week. <laughs> That's right, yeah. Given all about everything. No, it was, I, I kept minute by minute comparing it to things like Demo and Ivor and the Rubber Bandits. Oh, is that because the accent? Well, the the whole general scanger sort of thing yeah. going on, and I thought they were much better done in those other productions. Mm. Um, so I just couldn't help but compare, and every time thinking, mm, yeah, seem better. <laughs> Not from Cork, though. <laughs> yeah. Damon Ivor, what did they tell them? Dublin, yeah. And then the rubber, rubber bandits, bandits of Limerick. Limerick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. These yeah. are from the Republic of Cork. Completely different animal. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm not... A real huge Cork fan, so oh, yeah, oh, I'll tell Rita. Although I do, I, <laughs> I, I do enjoy watching their current shitness at hurling. <laughs> oh God, they didn't do well, did they? No, on the Wexford. Yeah, so just not for me, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, watch okay. Damon Iver. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, I really enjoyed this, and uh, Mark, I think it does. It hits all the the notes that you'd wanted to hit, having seen the movie. Um. Uh. Actually, you know what? PJ Gallagher. He he stood out because I found him in let's say his old comedy series. The what was the name of it? The one where he went around with the newspaper rolled up. Oh yeah. People. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that one. I thought he was quite good. Mm-hmm. But then it was later stuff. I just wasn't a fan of it. But now I yep. think he's he's really found. Mm-hmm. You know. I well. I in my yeah. opinion, I really think yeah. that it, this suits him and it's brilliant and mm-hmm. he's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. And it really works, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it, there's a hilarious. Uh, his he's got two daughters, mm-hmm. and the two lads kind of happen to hook up with them. Yeah, and it's just so funny. Yeah. It's it's in school. And yeah. he's the principal, <laughs> and there's a, a great bit of interaction in there between them all. You know, it's it's yeah. just it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, I'm gonna watch more of this. Yeah, absolute thriller for me. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, great. Look it up. Yeah, I think yeah. that's the only one I'm going to watch. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all I had for this week. So that's that then. 
<laughs> Mark? Are you waiting Mark? for us to say something? Yeah, he's going to say, no, it's not. No, please don't I've stop. I've got this to talk about. No. <laughs> My safe word That's is keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've covered everything, dudes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, cool. All right. So short and sweet. All right. We'll leave it there. So for Mike, Mark, and Steve, stay classy. <laughs>